Welcome to this week's episode of Cornerstone Conversations. Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of Cornerstone Conversations. I'm the host for today, uh, Pastor Neil Wright from Cornerstone Christian Fellowship and I've also got Pastor Matt here. Hi. Hi Neil. So uh, Matt, we're just going to be on these uh, conversations talking about the weekend messages a bit, just sort of reviewing them and maybe adding a little bit more. Um, so, do you remember what the weekend's conversation was in in the uh, sermon? Yeah, from from memory, I think you talked about um, the the fact that we can um, fall away from from relationship in God if if we so choose to do that, um, and and there was some some challenges in that for us in this in this current climate that we find ourselves in, where um, we're, yeah. we're finding ourselves in a place of isolation, and and it 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 can be very easy to fall away if we're not careful. Mm. So. So what, why is there a danger of falling away when uh, we're isolated like that? Yeah, look, I think it's, it's really important that we, we gather together. And God, God's word tells us that we, mm. we, we need to not neglect gathering together. And it's because we can come together and encourage each other and, and remind each other of what God's promises are. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, in, in doing that, I guess, um, yeah, as, as we do that, we're reminded of who God is. We're, we're connected in to... Him and, and, mm. it, and enables us to grow greater in relationship with Him. Yeah, I, I think that's true. And like, I mean, I really enjoyed Sunday. That was our last Sunday together before mm. all the new regulations came in. And um, yeah, it was, it was interesting to see we set it up differently, but uh, having the spacing and all that sort of stuff and, and minimal numbers. But it was amazing just the, to me, the sound of worship was amazing. And just that's one of the things that I think I'll be missing over the next few weeks that coming together like that, uh, a few months maybe. Uh, so what we've got to do is, at the moment, uh, trying to keep connected the best way we can. So uh, what are we going to do as a church in terms of that connection type thing, do you know? Yeah, well, I think, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of different things that, that we can do and, and, you know, doing sort of regular conversations like this um, helps people to sort of stay connected in that way. Um, but opportunities to, to connect in, in new means that maybe we haven't done before using yeah. using video conferencing and things mm. like that and, and uh, you know, online online mechanisms to do things that enable us to still have that community and to still um, see each other and, and uh, talk together. And I think that's a it's a it's a really exciting opportunity for us. Uh, I think it's certainly gonna be a challenge and you know, something that that's going to be difficult, but if we if we continue to, to communicate together, to continue yeah. to, to meet together in different ways, in, in the ways that we can using that technology, I think it will be a really good opportunity yeah, to, to sure. grow together. Yeah, and I think, like, uh, hopefully people remember if they do need help, it's a phone call away. We're not, we're not actually locked in yet to our houses, but um, certainly it may be that you need help or you need some connection that, to make sure that you do it. The other thing that we'd like to do as a church is just um, keep in phone contact with people. So we're working on a list of people that uh, can be cared for in that way. Um, but anyway, we wanted to, to look at uh, some of these things about uh, not falling away. And one of the questions I sort of have is, is it possible that we don't fall away? Because, like, you know, so many people will go, oh, you know, there's always opportunity or what if I did fall away can we actually be confident that uh, we can can keep our salvation or keep growing in God is it possible that 
we don't fall away, and if it is, how do we do it? Um, just wanted to read quickly from Psalm 92, and looking at verse 12 to 14, uh, which talks about being planted, and I think this is one of the first things that, that I'd like to talk about with you. But the godly will flourish like palm trees, and grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon, for they're transplanted, um, another version says planted in, the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our God. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. Uh, what are your thoughts on that passage, Matt? Yeah, look, I think the the, the really big thing that, that jumps out at me um, is is that whole thing of, of being transplanted or, or planted mm. in. You know, it's yep. it's we've been taking from somewhere where that might be yep. um, in our in our walk and and or in our in our life and and it's like God picks us up and he and he puts it into his own care and he puts yep. it not not just somewhere on his property but it actually says that into yeah. his own house you yeah, know, it's, yeah it's it's that we get planted into into his dwelling place yep. and um, you know there's a there's a whole heap of things that yeah. go that go with that. And, and it's the flourishing, isn't it? Like, um, we can think of our Christian life and we can either be like this poor palm tree, like we were talking before, yeah. that maybe when you ask me what's a what's a uh, palm tree look like that's not flourishing, and I said, oh, I have a look in your front yard. Now, that's a bit rude of me, but um, <laughs> basically it's skinny, the top's not very good, not producing a lot of fruit. Um, and sometimes I wonder if we're more like pot plants, uh like in a church rather than mm. being planted. I, I don't know if you've ever sort of, you've probably never thought about it that way, but do you think there's a difference between between being in a church, going to a church and being planted? Absolutely. Like I think, I think if you're, if you're planted, then you're, you're definitely, you know, it's a, it's a permanent mm. thing. Well, it's certainly more permanent than a, than a pot plant. You can yeah. just pick up and, and move away. Yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's any less tended or um, looked after, or it doesn't mm. look as healthy. Yeah, uh, but certainly there, there's certainly a difference there between between that. Yeah, I guess like so, the roots are bound to a certain area. Yeah, and you can only grow as big as your roots go deep, sort of thing. That's right. Yeah, that's true. So that's the first thing I would say. Like for anyone who becomes a Christian, it's so important that you have fellowship somewhere, but not just. Uh, how would you say like that surface sort of fellowship but actually start to put your roots down and, and really delve into the word of God together have people that can support you and things like that because we all know we can be in a crowd and be lonely Yeah. Um, and, and hopefully that we create that atmosphere where people are friendly and kind And but it's also up to us like I, I, I often thought about if I ever joined a new church um, what would it be like uh, <laughs> You know, not knowing anyone mm. coming in, should I be waiting for people to invite me in, or should I make the effort to plant myself? What, what, what would you think about that? I think, I think it's a, I think it's a bit of both. Yeah. Um, you need, you need to just look at how how things are around you and, and judge the situation. But you know, I'd, I'd really hope for for us as a church that. That we make people feel like they can yeah. they can come in and, and yeah. sink their roots in as as soon as they can and they feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, but at the same time, you also need to be prepared to to be in that place of actually jumping in there and and putting yourself out there. And yep. you know, I guess it's as part of being a Christian anyway is just, is just putting your life out there and sharing yep. life with people. Uh, mm. And 
Yeah, and in, and in doing that, then people are more likely to share with you as well. So, yeah, yeah that's true. And and I, I think the the bit that I love there it says even in old age they will still produce fruit and they will remain vital and green. It's as though you know we we never lose our vigor or our excitement or our joy for God. Like I've heard people say before, you know, you're a new Christian, you've got all this excitement, it'll go. It's never waned for me. I've got to admit, like the more I'm with God. The more I'm planted, the more excited I am about the amazingness that he that he displays and yeah, and I think that song that we sing quite often, you know, like all my life you have been faithful. Mm. That just touches me every time because it's just like I've seen it. And um it actually as I go along, it becomes more and more real, more and more exciting. Um, and to see God act. Yeah. So tying in with that, I just want to look at a couple of other verses there. Um, in Matthew 13, 20 and 21. So there's this is the parable of the sower or the seed that's in the Gospels. And um, it talks there in those verses there about the seed that fell on rocky soil. They hear the message, immediately receive it with joy, but they don't have deep roots. Um, and I think that sort of ties in with um, the being planted as well because as soon as persecution comes, they stop believing. Do you think being connected helps you withstand persecution. Absolutely. You know, it's like I was saying before, you know, the, when, when we're connected together, we, we are able to remind each other of, of God's promises. We're able to, oh. to share life and our journeys together. We're able yeah. to pray, um, with pray with each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and highlight those, those things and the goodness of God that he has for us. And, um, you know, it's it's as soon as we sort of go off on our own, it's very easy to start listening to other other voices and other yeah. other things that are around us. And, yeah, true. And, and if we're off track a bit, we don't get pulled back. That's right. Yeah, yeah, true. And the last thing I just want to talk about today is a passage in Second Peter, um, chapter one, five to eleven. Now, you described this to me when we were looking at this as the snowball effect. Can you uh, expand on that a little bit and maybe just talk about the verses a bit? Yeah, look, so um, basically, basically um, this, this passage talks about responding or, or making efforts to respond to God's promises. And, and it actually um, starts by talking about supplementing our faith um, with a generous provision of moral excellence is what it says. Yeah. Um, and then that moral excellence um, leads into, into knowledge and knowledge into self-control and self-control yep. into patient endurance. Yeah. And so on and so on, um, and you know it's it's like you it, it's almost like a, a natural progression. It's, it yeah. is like that snowball. You know, you start at the top of the hill and you start with a little bit, and as it rolls and rolls and rolls, it gathers momentum. It gathers yeah. more more bulk yeah. um, and more impact when it gets down to the bottom of the hill. You know, yeah. like it's just it's a really encouraging thing because if you if you stand back and you look at that list of things that it's sort of talking about, you, yeah. you, you can almost get overwhelmed. Yeah, true. Um, and so it's adding to things. Yeah. What's interesting to me here is that it doesn't actually start out with love. So the last two things that it talks about there is that yeah. um, with your godliness, um, you, you supplement that with brotherly affection and then brotherly affection with love for everyone. It's sort of like most of the time we think that we just have to love first. What yeah. do you think about that? Do you reckon that's... Um, a strange order or is it maybe these are all interlinked and not in any real order but it does look like it's a an order doesn't it it certainly does look like it's an order and i guess 
you know, I mean, love, love is 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 something that we talk about a lot, and it's something that we 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 do. It's it's what we do as Christians is to is to love one another and to to love yeah. others, and you know that that really is the I guess um, that's the the be all and end all of, of yeah, what true. it is. So it's sort of. No, I guess it is. It is the end point. It can. It can be the starting point. I think. But all of yeah. these things contribute to that, and I think that's yeah. really helpful to to think that as well. Because, you know, there are times when we don't feel like loving people. Yeah. Um, but if we've built these other things in our life, love seems to be a natural product or something that's more easy to add. Maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I guess those things all show our love for God. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. So, and if we don't do those things, um. Oh, we might read the verses out uh, at the end there. But if we don't develop this way, we're short-sighted and blind. So it's saying if we think that we can be a Christian without having moral excellence, without increasing our knowledge, without allowing the fruit of the spirit of self-control and patient endurance and godliness and all those things in our life, it says we're actually blind. And it's like we can't treat our faith as though we don't have to do anything, can we? It's like there's a there's work there, isn't there, do you think? Because we've got to... We start with our faith, but then we add things to it. So is that our job or God's job? Certainly um, our job. Yeah, we, we, we do it and God walks with us and, and grows us. And, you know, it's, it's like what we we're talking about at the start where we're, we're transplanted into, into God's house and, yeah. you know, he, he tends us and he waters us and he gives us all of the things that we need to grow. But yeah. We actually got to do that growing. Ourselves. Yeah, and even with all those things, as you said, I think it was like you can be tended and that all the same, but without the roots down into the soil, you can't mm. grow to the usefulness that you can be. Yeah. Yeah, and what I what I really wanted to highlight here at the end is like we we sometimes say things aren't certain, but as a result, it says here, do these things and you will never fall away. Mm. That's a massive promise, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So we don't need to be afraid of falling away, do we? Like, I know some people are a little bit scared. They're like, oh, what if I stop becoming a Christian or whatever? To me, it looks like if we make sure that we put effort in those areas, we're guaranteed. We're not yep. going to fall away. Yep. That's a big promise, isn't it? That's awesome. Yeah. That's a great promise. <laughs> yeah. And then I love the last verse there. Then God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's sort of like a parade, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> totally worth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the grand entrance. Yeah. You know, it's not like hey, you can come in the front door, you sneak in, but it's like this amazing thing. You know that verse that says, "When one sinner repents, the angels all of yeah. heaven rejoices." Yeah. And I feel like it's probably the same when we get there. You know, it's like they're giving you a grand entrance. Every person that walks in, mm. not just the famous people, not just you know the the mighty, but everybody. It's it's uh, we're all in Christ Jesus. So. Yeah, do you want to just read out those last verses then, Matt? And um, Yeah, then we'll say goodbye to the listeners. Yeah, sure. So the, the last verses say this. They say, do these things and you will never fall away. And then God will give you a grand entrance into the kingdom of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Matt, for joining me today. No worries. Thank you, Neil. And uh, everyone out there, let's hope you're going well. Um, keep praying. Uh, you know that God can move and destroy this coronavirus. No, it's nothing to him. So let's just keep praying, keep believing, and we'll come back together again.